Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 903 the AM Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Investigations, Zay Flowers essentially closed by Baltimore County Police Department. What does this mean for, for Flowers? What does it mean for the Ravens? And has your opinion about him personally changed as a result of all of this? Let's go to Middle River to Jack. What's up, Jack? Hey, what's up, Rob, man? Um, I don't look at him uh, different because I don't really know him, but I think the NFL is going to be watching him and, raise, and a bunch of antennas just went up, man, because they want to protect that shield. I agree with you. Yeah. I definitely agree with you. He said basically he's a marked man by the NFL now. Could be. I mean, you have another. It's it's now um, a pattern if he has something else pop up, right? Like yeah. then, then all of a sudden you're like, okay, what's going on here? But you hope that's not the case. You hope this is something that's, I don't want to say swept under the rug. Again, uh, from the police findings, it sounds like there's, it's much ado about nothing right now. Um, but again, maybe it's something to where you can't prove it. Somebody's changed their story. I yeah. don't know. But this is all we have to go off of. Let's go to uh, Towson and get uh, Ed. What's up, Ed? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Doing well. I'm good. So, so here's the deal with this young man, and I've, I've coached a lot of young men that have gone into the pros. Uh, Rob, this is a, a conversation years ago from a GM to a young man. Said, "Look, we love you, and we think you got a bright future. But at the end of the day, the people, the hangers on, you're gonna have to deal with." I'm not going to tell you we're going to deal you deal you away or anything like that because cause we can't tell you who to, who you we can't judge your friends that's not our job but you are a commodity that is that that we have invest we have invested in and the company you keep you need to watch the company that you keep and that's all I I mean he ain't listening to me but that's what I would tell him because I've given that advice to many athletes yo when you step into that door. You got cameras. You got you know. You know. You got cameras. You got phones and everything. So you need to monitor. You want to play for ten years. You want to make some money. So think about your future and think about the company you keep. I'm not saying he's around the bad, wrong people, but where there's smoke, there might be fire. So to avoid the fire and have a good long career, check yourself, and you'll have a good career. That's it. Thanks Take a care, lot. I appreciate it. Hey, let's go to Matt in Baltimore. What's up, Matt? Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey. No, I'm not bad. Um, my views, obviously, as you said, Rob, I'm with you. I don't know him. So my views on him as a person, I never had a view on him as a person because I only know him as a player. But what I don't like about these situations is how how quickly it comes out public. And then if it does go like it did, the charges are dropped or suspended, then nobody remembers that. All they remember is that he – he had a domestic violence issue, and we don't really know if he did, but that's all the sticks. But see, Matt, I, I disagree. I, just, in this, I disagree in this case. This didn't come out publicly quickly. Yeah, this this was around for this was around for two or three weeks before it came out. 
I, I think I think the law enforcement did a good eye, good job of dotting the I's and cross crossing the T's on this one. This didn't come out quickly, Jeremy. Yeah, that's look, that stuff's bound to get out at some point. But uh, um, yeah, so th- this was a situation where it took a couple of weeks. Like we were even. We heard about it ahead of time, but nobody was running with it because nobody had Enough. definitive information to sit here and say you should go with it. And I think that's a big problem. There's so many people that want to be first instead of being right or getting at least a story right um, that we have this happen all the time. But we didn't talk about it. I mean, I actually went out and talked to a Ravens Nest group, and I was like, yeah, we're, you know, we were talking behind the scenes. I said, there's some stu- interesting stuff about Zay Flowers going to come out. And the next day or two days later, it all came out. So I, I don't know. I like. I don't know that this necessarily means anything moving forward unless it happens again. Let's go to Jack in Bel Air. What's up, Jack? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Doing well. How are you? Good. Hey, the, the thing that chaps my ass about all this is the fact that the NFL thinks that they can discipline people after the fact. So an investigation is pretty thorough and comes back and says, yeah, it's much to about nothing. But then the NFL keeps coming out and saying, well, we still have the right to, to, to suspend him or fine him or do whatever. If he didn't do anything wrong, and I've heard this in your update, I've heard it on ESPN, and I've heard it on NFL Network, how the NFL has the right to do whatever they want. How could they still say that after an investigation came back with nothing? Jack, the investigation is either he did something, he didn't do anything unlawful, or someone's not cooperating, so law enforcement can't make you do anything. A company can discipline you for doing something wrong but not illegal. Law enforcement can't 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 process can't go through the process if, if nothing illegal is proven. Those are two completely different things. My company can suspend me for doing something that's not illegal. Law enforcement, I have to be do have to do something illegal to lock me up. So the NFL does have the right. They do. That's like any other company. Mm-hmm. Your company can discipline you for doing something against their policy. That means it's unlawful. This means it's against their policy. I, you know, we, we had the incident earlier about the dump button, right? Where we had to put the dump button. Somebody said something they shouldn't have. Hello? Can't believe you said that, Trippy. No. So uh, we had an incident here where I hit the dump button. I was producing on a show. I hit the dump button like 10 times. Yeah. It didn't dump. Like, you know, the so the, the words got out over the air. They came down. I got suspended uh, without pay for two days. And then they did research. And then they found out that the button was jammed. It didn't work. So it wasn't my fault. I did what I was like. That's why I'm still here. Else right. I'd have been fired. Right. But they suspended me for two days while they did the research to find out what happened with it. I mean, I think this goes on more than we think with with other places and things that you're doing in, in your everyday life. And I'm not saying I like it, but don't say the NFL doesn't have the right. They have that's a private company. They have the right to do whatever they want, whatever they want. Yeah. You know, you don't even have to like it. But if that's their policy, and you're not both know, Jeremy, you could have someone not not um, cooperating with law enforcement. Law enforcement may know you, he did it, but she's not cooperating. Then the NFL said, comes back around and said, look, we're not trying to lock you up. See, the, the law enforcement is just locking you up. That's it. If you're not cooperating, then their job's done. There's nothing to, I don't have nothing to lock you up for. My job's done. But NFL comes in, does some investigation and says, listen, man, we know what took place. You know what took place. Here's the trail. Yeah, We're going to suspend you for two games because of it. They didn't have enough evidence to prove it, but you put yourself in a situation. Yeah. It's like if you're out at a bar and a bar fight happens and you try to break it up and all of a sudden you get hit, you grab somebody, throw somebody off the pile, you get called out. You didn't do anything wrong, but you're there. You're there. So, I, you know, again, there's some things aren't going to seem fair. I, I don't like what the league does with it, especially if you go back to the Zeke Elliott thing where – 
they looked into it, didn't find anything, and they still suspended him six games. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Daily Line at 930. Encore and Black History Moment at 945. But on the other side, we storm the castle. Jeremy Kahn, are the Ravens better than a healthier Cincinnati Bengals team? We'll talk about that up next on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up on 815 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. The Baltimore Ravens winners of the AFC North this year, Jeremy Gahn. Ravens. Go 13 and 4. Bengals finished in last place, going 9 and 8. That's being unhealthy, Wally, without Joe Burrow being healthy. Bengals in 2022, what did they do? Won a division. 2021, won a division. 2020, now they finished in last place, but that was before Joe Burrow, or that was an injured Joe Burrow. So my question to you is this Con, when is the last time we've seen both Burrow and Lamar healthy in the same season? All it's year. A, it's been a long time, right? Or maybe we haven't, really. I don't know if we have. 2020, he was hurt. Yeah. So we haven't 2021, had 2021, Lamar got hurt. 2022, Lamar got hurt. 2023, Burrow got hurt. So we've never seen them go 16, 17 games head-to-head versus one another. I, I mean, are we being a little bit dismissive of Cleveland, or are you not even putting them in the conversation here? I, this is what I learned about Cleveland. Cleveland, you know how you've been in a relationship before and you've been hurt? Mm-hmm. So next time you just don't do it again like that. You you kind of you go in a little bit apprehensive. Cleveland's hurt me before, several times. This is the year Cleveland to do it. This is the year Cleveland to do it. And then they had to go get Joe Flacco to do it. Eh, and they ain't really do it. Well, I, look, I I do think these teams are eerily similar. Speaking of just Cincinnati and Baltimore, 
Um, Cleveland's got their issues with Deshaun Watson and how much they're going to be paying him. They got to yeah. figure that out. But I think both rosters are eerily similar. Um, it does sound like Cincinnati's moving on from Joe Mixon, which I don't think is a bad thing. I mean, we've we've kind of got a, a vision of what Joe Mixon's been, not what he is right now. And I think the guys behind him are a little bit better. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. They've got decisions to make on T. Higgins too, right? Did they not sign him? I don't think he's – is he under contract? I think he's a free agent, wasn't he? Or I don't uh-huh. know if he hit the market. But, like, I, I think they have some uh, some interesting debates in what they have to get. But, like, let's be honest. If Joe Burrow is healthy, they're in the mix. They're they're fighting for the division lead if he's healthy. So I, I think both the teams are – I'm not telling you – it's hard to say one's better than the other right now with not knowing who's going to be back. But um, – I, me being here, I, I I would give the Ravens the edge because of the running game and their defense. I don't know what to expect from Cincinnati's defense. They were really bad last year. And you could say part of that's because the offense wasn't good when Burrow went out specifically. But their defense was getting, I mean, chunked. We were talking about you play tight ends against Cincinnati. You play this against. They just uh, they, they need to figure some things out on that side of the ball. And maybe a healthy Joe Burrow helps them out because you're not leaving them out to dry all the time. But um, I do I would give the slight edge to the Ravens here. Slight. That's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, why the slight? Is it well, defense? Yeah, it's it, like I, I just think. Look, they have some things to figure out on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but the Ravens, they'll figure out the running game. They'll figure out the wide receivers. I'm not worried about that stuff. But on on the defensive side of the ball, I think they have a huge edge over Cincinnati. And some people may say, well, Cincinnati's offense can be better. The running game's not going to be better than in Baltimore. We know that. Um, so, yeah, you're going to have to be better as a passing team and be more efficient. Uh, but I do think those battles are going to be fun when those guys are healthy. Speaking of Lamar and Joe, of course. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that they, the, the Baltimore Ravens are better, are a better football team uh, when both are healthy. Uh, I think Lamar is a little bit more dynamic, or a lot more dynamic than than Joe Burrow. I think he's a sensational quarterback. But you said the running game. I think the defense is better. And to be honest with you, I think the coaching is better on the Baltimore Ravens. And I know, I know, there's been lots of criticism of of, of John um, John Harbaugh, but I think he's a better coach. And I think when it comes down to that, Baltimore Ravens get the nod in the AFC North. Look, they they very easily could. I I, I want to see what Cincinnati's going to do in the offseason. The one thing I have to see from Cincinnati is outside of the top end of the draft where they've hit Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Are they hitting in the middle rounds? Are they are they right. getting picks? Are you getting cheap talent that can start for you? I think that's what I need to see more of from Cincinnati. And right now, I don't have an answer if if they're you know if they're hitting on some of those picks. We'll we'll find out more as things go on. Um, but they've done a really good job at finding wide receivers. <laughs> they've done a really good job at at finding their quarterback. But you picked number one overall. Can you find pieces on the defensive side and the one thing I'll say too is like Hendrickson and um, oh, forgive me, who's the big the big boy that ran the touchdown all the way back? Um, those two guys, th- their pass rushers have really helped them out. Now they're getting older. Are you still going to get the same type of production out of those guys? Yeah, are they going to lose T. Higgins? Um, here, Cincinnati has here. I, I've got a Cincinnati fan that's blowing me up. Um, they'd have to franchise tag Higgins if he's going to stay. Cincinnati has fifty million in cap space, so they can potentially keep him, according to to him. But um, will they put that franchise tag on T. Higgins? Yeah, I just got a story here from a day ago in the Cincinnati Acquirer. Are they going to franchise him? Hmm. It's a tough call. I mean, look, you got 
Tyler Boyd, when he first came in, he's a slot receiver. I, I've, I've always liked Tyler Boyd. Um, and then you mix in with Jamar Chase, that's your go-to guy. So if you have a two-headed monster there on offense, maybe they find a, a tight end. I mean, would have Brock Bowers fit there perfectly uh, if they got themselves a marquee tight end to go along with Joe Burrow. Would be interesting in the draft. I, I just want to see what they're going to do. Now, you asked me, am I dismissing Cleveland? Are you dismissing Cleveland? I'm not. I, like, I think I think defensively they were pretty special. Um, I just, I'm just i dismissing them. If Deshaun Watson looks like he looked this year and last year, they're not going anywhere. He has to be better. You, you picked up an old Joe Flacco off the scrap heap and took that team to the playoffs. Yeah. You're paying this guy a ton of money, like too much money. You got to figure out a way to get in. If you can't get in, then what? Like, how can I sit here and tell you that I'm buying into Cleveland when I can't buy into Deshaun Watson? It means the rest of the team has to go perfect. And again, this is a team that didn't have Nick Chubb. They're talking about is Nick Chubb going to be a cap casualty? That would piss off a lot of Cleveland fans. I know it's a running back, but that would piss off a ton of Browns fans. Nick Chubb? Yeah. Well, how much would have pissed him off considering that, that horrific injury that he had? I don't think it is matters. Ready? I, I think fans love. Nick Chubb there in Cleveland. I think if you ask Browns fans, they by no means do they want to see him leave. And even though that the running back position in the league is a little bit overrated, if that's fair to say, or at least you can find cheaper running backs, but I, yeah. I, the fans there love Chubb. Because of what he's done so far. Yeah. So, so if you gave a pecking order right now, all four teams, let's go division first. In the AFC North, give me the pecking order. I mean, I'm still going to put the Ravens up top, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. I don't buy into Pittsburgh at all. And now, now here's the one caveat. Pittsburgh makes a move for Justin Fields. Didn't bets off. Pittsburgh makes a move for Kirk Cousins, which they're, they're favorites to land both of those guys, which leads me to believe they're going to get one of them. And I think Pittsburgh's quarterback, if it's Fields, to me that's scarier than the back end of a career Kirk Cousins. Now, Joe, you have some uh, – uh, Info from Chad Ochocinco. Chad Ochocinco said a little birdie told him Russell Wilson will sign with the Steelers. Yeah, that was the other name. So maybe I'm. Uh, does, does that move you? No, no. He can go up north and not poop for a while if that's what he wants to do. All right, now you gave me the pecking order. Give me your top five in the AFC, top four in the AFC in order. Top four, number one. Number one. I, I guess we're still putting Kansas City up top. Um, I think you have to. Oh, man. Buffalo's up against it with the cap. I, I'll go Baltimore second, um, Cincinnati third, and then Buffalo. You do? I, go I think Houston. I'll go with your top though. three, but Houston's my number four. Yeah, well, I think Buffalo takes a big step back. Yeah. Possibly. Can Jacksonville take a step forward? Does Houston? I think we're all about do the Chargers now. I don't with believe the new in Jacksonville. Coach. I told you that. Do you I believe you. in the Chargers with a new coach? I'll have to see it first. I don't know who Justin Herbert is. Who's going to be Denver's quarterback next year? That's a good question. I don't think they're relevant either way. That's a good question. I think Atlanta and Pittsburgh can become relevant really quick if they get a quarterback. I think both of those teams can. And there was a weird thing, too, this week where Justin Fields unfollowed some Bears players and started following all the Atlanta players. Um, So we'll see. We'll see what happens. The draft's not that far. Um, and there'll be some significant trades that are going to affect the outcome of this entire league for years to come, especially that number one pick. Joe LaCroix's encore in Black History Moment at 945, but on the other side, Jeremy Conn, it's the Daily Line.
Yeah, a little angry about last night. Is uh, It was a winning night, but my favorite play missed. I'll tell you what went wrong in that. Um, and I did tell everybody, if you bet all these on the money line, the other four plays on the money line, I was going to put them in a parlay. That hit if you played it. So uh, that was 4-1. and one. But the Michigan State-Iowa game over the total was my favorite. What happened when they scored 79 points in the first half? I'll tell you what went wrong in the second half when we come back right after this. The Big Bad Daily Line. Sponsored by the Green Turtle Bet Parks Sportsbooks. This postseason, bet in person at the Green Turtle Bet Parks Sportsbooks. With locations in Camden and Towson, and enjoy the best-in-class sports wagering experience at their state-of-the-art facilities. Bringing an unmatched sports betting thrill. 105.7 The Fan. Missed the jump hook in the lane. Iowa with a rebound. Tony Perkins going to take his man off the drive. He's knocked sideways. Still scores. How about that? Muscled it up and in. There you go. That's courtesy. Yeah, that was a crazy shot that Perkins hit there. He hasn't been shooting the ball well, courtesy of the Hawkeyes Radio Network. Um, But, yeah, frustrating night because I had the over. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're in this game. And it was one of my favorite plays, and I still think the game should have went over. Iowa in the second half went on a – it was almost a six-minute scoreless streak. Uh, and it finishes at 149. The total was 154.5. I told you I thought the total should be in the 160s. Usually the first half is lower scoring than the second half. This was one of those anomalies where 79 points scored in the first half. And uh, we didn't get that in the second half. Not quite there. And and it was frustrating. I I liked Michigan State as well. I did hit quite a bit last night. Called Utah State. Called BYU. Called UMass. Called Creighton knocking off UConn, which I'm kind of pissed at myself that I didn't make it a top play. Um, And Wake Forest, who they won by almost like 40. Uh, So I had a bunch of great calls last night. It just didn't pan out because of Michigan State. Also had Wisconsin was a loss. Um, Love them in that spot. I talked about it. It's kind of weird. The two that I talked most vocal about, I missed. The other three I hit. Um, a frustrating night, though. Like, I, I'm watching that game, and they're missing front ends of one and ones and you know how important those can be. And then when one team gets a lead, Iowa had that lead. They go on the five-minute scoreless streak. Then they get an offensive rebound, and they bring the ball back out and hold it for another, you know, 30 seconds, mm-hmm. which... Uh, and then they, they also take bad shots, but you can't fault them when they're taking bad shots and making them, and then they take bad shots and then miss them. But... Um, yeah, it was very, very frustrating last night. So, where do we look today? In the NHL, <clears throat> wasn't a ton today in the NHL that really stood out to me. Um, not a lot of games as we have it. You know, we uh, you're looking at Toronto and Arizona, Columbus, Anaheim, Philly, Chicago, Buffalo, Montreal, and Boston, Edmonton. Uh, there were no totals that really jumped out to me. And I'm not playing any sides. If I were, I think Columbus is interesting on the road against Anaheim. Both teams aren't very good. Um, 
Boston on the road at Edmonton, but really I don't want to play it. So I'm staying away from the NHL. It's going to be all college basketball for me tonight. And I think there's a lot of great overplays tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we have some incredibly high totals. Some that are going to give you sticker shock as soon as you look at them. Um, For example, Alabama's in action tonight. They're playing in a really fast-paced game against Florida. Any idea what that total is? Alabama's versus Florida. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 175. Damn, 174. Look at you. Look at you. Look, I'm on email. I'm not even on the page. Oh, I just saw the page turn. No, No, look, look, it was a good pull. We have other high total games as well. Kentucky's in action against LSU, 162.5. I think both are great overplays. I think George Washington and St. Joe is a great overplay. Furman and Sanford. It's the big one. Sanford's in action. I don't know if his sons will be there tonight. I don't think so. Over 164 and a half. I love all these totals. These are high numbers, but these should be extremely fast-paced games. I think Mississippi State's in a great spot against Ole Miss. Um, Some other games. There's big games tonight, but for the most part, I'm going to stay away from a lot of them just to be brutally honest. Um, I think Rhode Island's in an interesting spot against Richmond. Kind of curious. Notre Dame stinks. But if they're going to win one, I think it's going to be tonight against Louisville. I'm not betting it, but I think Notre Dame's in an interesting spot on the road against Louisville. They're only one-and-a-half-point dogs. Um, but, yeah, some marquee matchups you guys can take a, a look at. Some smaller schools that are playing. George Mason, interesting against Dayton as a home dog. Uh, Illinois is on the road at Penn State. Penn State's always been a tough place to play. Illinois is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm staying away from the game. I might leave Penn State there. But, yeah, there's some big numbers tonight. But for the most part, some smaller schools. We do have some ACC action. Big Ten. Nebraska's at Indiana. Again, Assembly Hall, a tough place to play. Nebraska's a one-point favorite. Do you want to go there? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I also saw something I thought was really interesting today about ranked teams. Um, Ranked teams, when they play each other, the home favorite, if that should be, you know, if you have a – whoever the home favorite is, they're like 25-4 and this year when ranked teams meet up. So – Telling you that you probably should lean towards the home team in those scenarios. So, there you go. That's all I have for you tonight. Like I said, it's just college basketball. Um, but that's where we're at. There you go. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Talk about college basketball, though. There's been a lot of upsets of number one this year. Number one just can't stay... Uh... Stay unblemished once they become number one. Yeah, UConn was the one that was really staying away from it for a while there. And uh, last night, the hiccup against Creighton. I talked about it. Creighton does not have the horses that UConn has, but I feel like they can match up with them. It's one of those instances where Creighton, I don't want to say they have to play their best game, but if they play a good game, they can beat UConn, which we saw last night. But I still think UConn's the best <clears throat> best team in the country. Gets me it, choked up. What did you say about the uh, Dayton-George Mason game? Anything? I thought I think George Mason's a live dog there. I think so. Getting three and a half. I think so. I believe it's what I saw. Was it three and a half or two and a half? What's going on with Miami? I know they faced Duke tonight. Miami's been they they looked like they were going to do something earlier in the season. They were ranked early and they just kind of fell off. Wins versus uh, Clemson and they had back to back losses to Wake Forest and Louisville. Yeah, Louisville stinks. Louisville stinks badly. That's I just you know that assistant coaches, don't you? Who? Danny Manning, wherever he goes, they stink <laughs> well, as a coach. I, I, love, I love Danny Manning, the basketball player. I loved him. As a coach, no bueno. Yeah, you weren't a big fan of when he came on. No, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan when he was at uh, Wake Forest. Tulsa. Where else nope. he been? He's been everywhere. Nope. 
Well, I watched some of this game. It's like very blah. Yeah, but I'd say this with college hoops, like uh, getting a chance to see the SEC. You, um, Kentucky and LSU will be fun tonight. Although Kentucky, I mean, they're only six point six and a half point favorites. But that Alabama game just going to be fun. Alabama's got a ton of talent. Sears and the rest of that crew. Oh, they're so much fun to watch. Let me ask you this, Jeremy. Why can't a school like DePaul be good? They're in Chicago. You would think maybe the number three and four prospects out of Chicago would want to stay. They're 0-14 in the Big East, and they're 25-and-a-half-point underdogs tonight. And the conference game, it's the Big East. Well, I mean, I think NIL is part of that. And is DePaul a place where you're going to be able to find your coach of the future and keep him? Because as soon as he gets good there, somebody else is going to come calling, right? That's what I mean. It's just how it Chicago. works in basketball. I think Cincinnati's in an interesting spot tonight against Oklahoma State. The, the, weird, the Big 12, betting on the home teams when the Big 12 top 25 meet each other has been absolute gold. They've been winning every single game, the home teams. Last night we had a, a similar situation with Baylor going on the road to BYU. BYU wins at home. Um, we had a couple of them last night where it was top 25 matchups. UConn being the other one going to Creighton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how much has LSU they fallen stink. off since they can't cheat anymore? Yeah, they, they stink. They're awful this year, which is like in the beginning of the year, they were scoring some, and I thought that they might be a middle-of-the-pack team, but I just I haven't seen anything from them this year to even lead me to believe that at any point uh, past the beginning of the season when you weren't really playing um, any good teams. And you brought up DePaul. DePaul's playing Marquette. Yeah. You know Marquette wants to lick its wounds. Oh, yeah. After what just happened against oh, UConn. Yeah. They'd, they'd love to go out there and you know, show DePaul why they're little brother. You like um, what Shaka Smart has done there? Yeah. Going back home to Milwaukee? I, look, I, I think Shaka Smart's a great coach. I didn't think the Texas thing fit, even though he should have gotten better players to kind of fit what he wants. Now at Marquette, I think he's going to succeed there. And that's probably a place that he stays for a long, long time. He's home. Yeah. He's literally home. I can't see him leaving there. It'd be stupid for him to leave there. Uh, Texas has, um, you know, you talk about Texas. They had a good year, I think, right after him, but now not so much. They were twelve and four. No, no, they're uh, six and seven at home. I mean, or, correction in the conference, seventeen to nine overall. They're not doing nearly as well as they did right after Shaka left. Yeah. Well, you know, like, and, and the whole situation with losing their coach. Partially, but I think they like the guy that's there now. And then uh, when you talk about Texas, I mean, they're going to go. They had a bunch of transfers come in. I, I'm still like every time I hear him pronounce Abmus' name, uh, A B M U S. It's it's pronounced differently. Their their point guard that transferred in from where did he come from? North Texas. I, I, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, really good player, outside shooter. But Disu's their guy. You know, yeah. they, they go as far as he goes, and he's he's going to be an NBA talent. Uh, watching him against Iowa State, he was shooting some threes. He was keeping them in the game, which they had no business being in that game. Uh-huh. They eventually got blown out. Now, I, I don't want to put you on, on, on blast right now, mm-hmm. uh, so I'll give you mine first, and then you can give me yours. The most surprising team in the country for me right now, one of the most, not the most, tough to say that, is Duke at 25. You didn't think they'd be here? You thought they'd be better? I didn't. I think I thought for sure they'd feel the effects of Coach K leaving. I mean, I feel like they have. There's a lot of talent there. Twenty and five, though. I know that's not bad. They they've been in more games uh, 
where they had the chance to lose against inferior opponents this year. But Duke's good. Duke's really good. They're really good. Jeremy. Roach, Filipowski. I mean, you've got a eleven and three. I mean, really, I thought, if I'm not mistaken, Tommy Amaker did not want to sit on the bench to be that the coach you're waiting for one year. Am I right? Yeah. I thought the best thing that Coach K did was decide to get the guy on the bench. Yeah. I think that helped. It's it's one thing for you to so and if you notice about Shire. Coach K deferred to Shire a lot in his his last year. Coach K is one of those guys, and I know a lot of you don't like him, it's gonna kill a lot of you. Coach K is one of those guys that leaves the university and wants the university not to miss him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys want you to miss him when they're gone. He didn't want that. And he brought Shire in, and you started seeing the transition to Shire while Coach K was still in the building. Not a lot of people. That's a man who's comfortable in his own skin and knows who he is. I, for me, the biggest surprise – well, I'll, I'll give you two, for example. Like, the biggest surprise as far as I didn't think they were going to be this good and they were good last year is Iowa State to me. Okay, very good. Uh, Iowa State, very impressive. And then the team that's above them – Houston. Like, yeah. I don't want to like Houston because of Kelvin They're Sampson. They're so good, though. Every time They're I so watch good. them play as a basketball fan, they play the right way. They're so good. Yeah. So talented. They got a freshman that does. I don't think he knows how to walk and chew bubblegum yet, and the kid's going to be a lottery pick when he decides to come out. Joe has the encore. You don't want, don't, you don't want to miss it. I'll get that out. Also, my black history moment to find out what we learned today on the fan. My shovel goes to uh, this mom that brought her daughter to work. What does so she, she do? She gives Brazilians. And not only did she bring her daughter to work, she put her to work. Oh my god. Here's gosh. a picture. Whose legs are in the air there and who's in front of that oh woman giving her a Brazilian That's right a now? That's a dude. That's a woman and a little girl. That's a woman with legs up in the air like that? Yeah, that's a woman's legs. Look. Some big some big legs. Oh, okay, now I see. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Up in the air like that look a little. That's the mom and What does so she think about? I retweeted this story. She looks Brazilian. First off, if I'm a lady and you send a kid in the room to do this, I've got issues with it right away. Why is that kid in the room with me while I'm naked? Why is that kid in here while I'm naked? It's just not happening. And then you send her over to actually do the work? Boy, oh boy. 30-year-old Jasmine Moss was booked last week on child neglect uh, charges after cops say they received complaints about her posting graphic images on social media that depicted her 5-year-old daughter working at the waxing So business. she took she pictures? Herself. She took pictures and put it on social media? Mm-hmm. Look at this. My girl's all grown up. Ladies, ladies, 410-583-1057. How would you feel... If the person that did your Brazilian, I'm serious about this. If you found out they were taking pictures and putting it on social media, give us a call right now. Go ahead, Jeremy. Go. Of your hoo-ha. They can see hoo-ha. her hoo-ha. Got it all in check. <laughs> I thought it was a man in that photo because that was a I thought big so, girl. too. That's big legs, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. well, hold on. She still wants a kitty cat to look nice. What's I'm not saying you? it wasn't. But I'm just saying initially it was not. not what Why just, can't a big girl have a nice kitty cat? No, Jeremy, it wasn't big fat. It was big muscular. You got a problem with her hoo-ha? I know. Saw her hoo-ha. What the hell? Is that a man or a woman's legs? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just so wrong. Jeremy, those are muscular legs, man. Yeah. <laughs> look at the hamstrings on that leg. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a meal kick for that woman? Oh, man. <laughs> and that's the uh, <laughs> that's the encore for the day. Now time for our black history moment. Today, boys and girls, are going to tell you all about Chloe Anthony Woodford Morrison. You know her as Tony Morrison. 
She was an American novelist. Her first novel, The Bluest Eye, was published in 1970. The critically acclaimed Song of Solomon 1977 brought her national uh, attention and won the National Book Critics Circle Award. In 1988, Morrison won the Pulitzer Prize for Beloved. That's actually in 1987 when she wrote it. She won the Pulitzer in 1988. Uh, she was awarded the Nas- uh, Nobel Prize in Literature in 1993. Born and raised in Lorain, Ohio, Morrison graduated from Howard University in 1953 with a B.A. in English. She earned a master's degree in American Literature from Cornell University in 1955. In 1957, she returned to Howard University, was married, had two children before divorcing in 1965. Morrison became the first black female editor in fiction at Random House in New York City in the late 1960s. She developed her own reputation as an author in the 1970s and 80s. Her novel, Beloved, was made into a film in 1998. Morrison's work was praised for addressing the harsh consequences of racism in the United States and the black American experience. The National Endowment for the Humanities selected Morrison for the Jefferson Lecture, the U.S. federal government's highest honor for achievement in humanities in 1996. She was honored with the National Book Foundation's Medal of Distinguished Contributions to American Letters the same year. President Barack Obama presented her with the Presidential Medal of Freedom on May 29, 2012. She received the Penn Saul Bellow Award for achievement in American fiction in 2016. Morrison was inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame in 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, Toni Morrison. Nice. A great career. Great career. She passed away in uh, 2019 at the age of 88. Mm. Man, that's not Howard and Cornell. She's smart. I Listen, I, think about this. She graduated with a master's degree in American literature. That means you knew what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody goes to school for American literature unless they know exactly what they want to do. You got to read a lot. Mm. That's a good thing, though. For who? <laughs> Not for me. You don't like reading? No. I like watching. I got you. So you don't want to you don't want to read the book. You want to watch the movie version. Of Let it. the boy watch. Yes. <laughs> and by the way, can I say something to the yes. people that called in about our encore earlier today? I was I was I was stalling to give you time to do that. I thought uh, you were going to. No, but Joe brought. People were complaining, saying, "Oh, they were at home, so she didn't take her daughter to work." Shut up! Like that's not the point of the story. the The point of the story is why was she in the room? She didn't. She didn't have to go in the room, and she didn't. She didn't have to wax those people either. Let me explain something to you. What the hell? My therapist operates from a wing in her house. She has kids. I never see them. Nope. I never see them. At times I forget that we're in the wing in her house. I never see these people. So why was the little girl there, number one? And why was she participating in the Brazilian wax, number two? The little It's not her fault. The little girl's name is Nair. She's the hair remover. Too soon. Oh, sorry. Now it's time for you to find out what, we, what Jeremy learned today. <laughs> now you can give that joke, Jeremy. All right. The Pope is handing out miracles. A guy named Billy walks on stage and asks, Billy. It could be the same Billy. Can you help me out with my hearing? 
The Pope says yes, puts his hands on his ears, and prays. He removes his hands and asks, how's your hearing now? And Billy says, I don't know. It's not until next Wednesday. (laughs) No? (laughs) Is that one working for you, Joe? I bought shoes from a drug dealer once. I'm not sure what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. No. No, not for you? No. I like that one, actually. I think that's a pretty good one. Um, What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies! Recently, I tried watching a documentary on wild pigs. It was pretty boring. Wait a minute. Can we go back to the janitor one? It's a supply closet. Supplies. Oh, it's a supplies. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. Yeah. Okay. I, I misheard you. So, now, that is funny. My, now, that's funny. My wife and I had reservations last night. We arrived early to the restaurant, and the manager came over and said, do you mind waiting? And I said, no. So he said, here, take these to table eight. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Last night, I locked eyes with a spider, but instead of killing him, I ran away and hid so he can spend the night wondering where the hell I am. No. No. That didn't work for you? No, it didn't work for me. Supplies. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Joe, what color's the wind? It's blue. (laughs) Why does he love that one? I'm laughing because because he loves that one. That's so stupid. Blue. Um... Uh, here, I'll give you one more here. Uh, this morning, I saw my neighbor talking to her cat. It was obvious the poor woman thought that the cat understood her. When I got home, my dog and I had a big laugh about it. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much, Jeremy Carr. Yes. Supplies. <laughs> Vinny and Haney up next. Have yourselves a safe and wonderful hump day Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.